1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hansels and Scott Gerard, thanks for making us part of your day. Time to get you ready for that Utah-USC game. Scott Wolf, kind enough to join us, who's uh, been covering USC for over 20 years. Uh, one of the best insiders covering the Trojans, kind enough to join us on the Smart Rain guest line. Uh, Scott, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Very good. So how many Urban Meyer questions have you been asked over the last uh, 72 uh, hours or four or five days? <laughs> I'm amazed uh, how often his name comes up because uh, I don't think there's any way USC would ever hire him. The school president would never hire him. But uh, he's, he's mentioned constantly and even more the last couple of days. So let's talk about this game, and, and I agree with you. I think it, it's funny. I think that uh, it's certainly – I'm sure it'll only heat up as the uh, as the the fire continues there in Jacksonville. But let's shift to this year's USC team. How have they handled themselves considering the loss of Clay Helton and, uh, and uh, these guys going through obviously a transition at the head coaching spot? Well, I think they've handled themselves fine given the drama, but the fact remains I think they're not – as good a team as maybe people expected them to be. And they've really not played anybody to this point. You know, I know Oregon State is overachieving, and, you know, we'll see by the end of the year how good they are. But it's been a disappointing season. I mean, other than the fact that the fans are happy Clay Helton got fired, the on-field performance has been very disappointing. And I think last time I was on with you guys, I mentioned some weak spots in the team. And, you know, those have kind of shown themselves through the first five games. So uh, we're at a juncture now where, uh, you know, no one really knows how the season's going to progress because the schedule's not overly demanding, but they haven't certainly taken advantage of it. Well, Jackson Dart jumps on the field for one game and is electric nearly 400 yards through the air and just did everything he possibly could. Uh, as the the quarterback for USC, and, and then he's gone. He's got a cleanup procedure and an issue with the leg. Can you give us some of the details on that procedure, and can you give us the details on his health and recovery? Well, he had a surgery on his meniscus. Um, he did return yesterday to practice. He didn't really do much. He just threw a few passes, but I th- I think he uh, there's a possibility he could be back in two to three weeks if they really want him to come back. Um, I think some of it will depend on how things go uh, Saturday, actually, because they play Notre Dame. After they have a bye week, and then they play Notre Dame. And uh, if Keaton Slovis has a bad game, there's going to be a lot of clamor for Dart. And I think Dante Williams, the coach, wants to win and try to impress people, so... He would go with Dart if he was cleared by the doctors. He's not cleared yet. But um, the fact is the coaches you know, would prefer Dart to be the quarterback. So if he's healthy, I, I think he'll get a shot. What are the issues surrounding this defense, giving up you know, 24 points a game? But as we mentioned, gave up 45 to Oregon State, gave up – uh, you know, 42 to Stanford. Um, are there some concerns with this defense and where they're at right now? Yeah, I think the big one is uh, on the line of scrimmage. They got pushed around by Oregon State, and they got pushed around by Stanford. And, uh, you know, I think any 
team that has a good offensive line can push them around. They're susceptible to the run, and then they, they still have issues in the secondary and at linebackers. So this is not a great defense. And, you know, they have this fancy uh, air raid offense, which might score points. And, you know, they have Drake London, but uh, they have a defense that's allowing a lot of points and, you know, not scaring anybody. So anytime they play a decent team, they, they're in a game. I think there's a Jekyll and Hyde sense to this team. At least it, it feels that way that when they decide they want to show up, they can show up. And when they decide they don't, they don't. Do you get the feel that sometimes this team has a want-to issue? Well, I think there's probably some leadership issues that stem from the top with Clay Helton. And, you know, you can't change the culture in one week. So there's a lot of stuff going on with accountability now that they're trying to be more disciplined with Dante Williams. But you can't change it overnight. So, you know, they're they're feeling pretty good right now because they blew out Colorado. But Colorado's not a very good team. So I don't know how much you can take from that. So... That's why I think uh, maybe this weekend will be good for them to kind of see where they're at. Does Dante Williams have a shot at this job? Um, I don't think so. I think he thinks he might, you know, because interim coaches always think if they can win, maybe they'll, you know, convince the AD to hire him. Um, If he were to win every game the rest of the season, now that might be a different story, but... I think they want to go out and get a veteran guy who's proven and uh, they don't want to mess around because USC's hired so many like assistant coaches in the past and I think uh, everybody's kind of over that model. Have you put out a short list? If so, what is it? Well, they identified from, from my sources at USC, they, they really like uh, Mario Cristobal, but whether he's interested is another matter. And then uh, after that, they're looking at Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, who Mike Bone, the athletic director, hired, obviously, at Cincinnati when he was there. But he's another guy that uh, they don't know for sure if he's interested. I've heard James Franklin has uh, expressed interest in the job. So he's going to be a candidate till the end. And uh, another guy they're looking at is uh, Matt Campbell at Iowa State. How, I mean, look, I mean, it's still, at the end of the day, I know that the last several years haven't been great, but it's still USC. It's still a highly recognizable program, and and I feel like if the right person is there, then the recruits will certainly follow. So is this still a highly sought-after job by potential candidates out there? I'm assuming so, but but you're a lot closer to the program. Is this a job that people really, really want? Well, it's weird. I think it's a fantastic job because you're in L.A., so you're within an hour to a, a huge uh, number of recruits. You're in a weak conference, so you have a great chance of going to the college football playoff. So if you're a good coach, you should have no trouble at all winning. On the other hand, you know, you look at guys like uh, Luke Fickle. He's, you know, that doesn't seem like he's uh, – overly interested in the job at the moment and maybe he's just doing that because it's season but you know there's always guys that uh, come up with reasons why they don't want to come to USC but 
Um, and then, you know, crystal ball, a lot of people think would never come to USC. So it's weird because to me, it's one of the easiest jobs to win. And I think that's why James Franklin wants the job. It's much easier than Penn State because he won't have to deal with Ohio State anymore. And there's no recruits around State College, Pennsylvania. So he can come to L.A. and, and have a much easier time. USC gave up 87 points between Stanford and Oregon State. I also saw that USC has a, a real problem getting to the quarterback and a real problem call, causing any disturbance in the backfield. What was it that they had a hard time stopping against Stanford and Oregon State? Well, they got pushed around physically, and I, you know, I didn't think that was going to happen before the season. You know, everyone talked at SC about our defensive line is much better, but it's it's not. They have not done a good job uh, blitzing. And Todd Orlando, the defensive coordinator, likes to blitz, but they haven't uh, gotten to the quarterback even when they blitzed. They have done a little better recently with Drake Jackson's been playing really well, the defensive end. But uh, outside of him, it's hard to really pick someone on that defensive line and say, you know, this guy's going to consistent and then uh, I've been unimpressed with the linebackers uh, most of the season so really the front seven outside of Drake Jackson uh, hasn't been great mm. Scott Wolf joining us right here on 97.5 1280 the zone uh, you know this conference and you know how it plays out do you anticipate USC can get back into the conversation of the South Division or do you feel like that's already out of reach and uh um, because to me, it still seems like this thing could go either way. Well, I know a lot of people, it seems like are uh, saying Arizona state's already won the South, but, uh, look, it's a pack 12 teams beat each other up all the time. Um, I think USC on paper always has a chance. It's just, I could see them also stumbling somewhere. So it's, it's a hard, uh, with USC cause, they seem to play down to the level of the opponent a lot of times. So you can assume they're going to win games. I thought they were going to beat Oregon State. I thought they were going to beat Stanford. And, uh, you know, they weren't even close. If you could identify one thing that you can rest on with this team in, in performance anywhere, what is it? What is their most consistent asset that they have on that field? Oh, well, that's, that's easy. Uh, Drake London, you know, he might be the best receiver in the country. Um, he's basically uh, most of their passing offense the last three games, and uh, he makes incredible catches, uh, super athletic, and they've decided now they're going to just throw to him as much as possible. So he's the guy. I mean, I think he's uh, got a great chance to win the Blitnikoff Award. And, you know, I saw uh, Mel Kuyper had him uh, last week as, I think, a top uh, 10 pick in the NFL draft. So that's that's their gem, and, he, you know, he's far and away the best part of their team. Scott Wolf right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Scott, we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, look forward to catching up again soon as this coaching search really heats up. Yeah, anytime, guys. Great conversation. One of the best when it comes to USC. Scott Wolf with uh, covering USC for SI. Good stuff.